Hollywood sucks. <laughs> Anytime you hear anybody go, no, this guy's cool. He fucking sucks, and you've been fooled by his fucking smooth talking. They all fucking suck. God, they're so hot. It was already recording. Yep. All oh, right. great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, good to yeah, go. We're, we're, we're all the way in there. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but do you get off on seeing regular people bomb in public? Like people that, because it's like the thing where you're saying, you told me, you go, ah, ain't that easy, is it? To make people no, laugh. It's, it's yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I won't I won't straight face somebody, though, even if it's not funny. You'll like, still laugh. Yeah, that. you have to. It's so it's yeah. so hard to not let them off the hook. Yeah. It's so uncomfortable. Like It's like they fell, and you want to be like, that's what you get. You're just like, give me your hand. I'll help you out. Yeah. It's like, ha, <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Mm. And, and it's, it may, makes more sense that way. And also, like, the only people that you want to fail are the ones that say, tell me a joke. That's when it's like, yeah. the tell me a joke people. That's, that's or, the, or the somebody heckles in a crowd. I love, I love when somebody says something in a quiet moment, and they go, but, and then no one laughs, and I wait two seconds and go, <laughs> your joke bombed. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun. <laughs> you, you ever like rally them when somebody tries to give you shit in a crowd? Like I did in in Phoenix against someone, against somebody. Because I was doing, you were like the most confident I can be is when I'm doing well. And I was I was doing well, and some lady boo. It was a Trump joke where his name was just in it, and she was like, and I was killing. And then she goes boo, and I go, nope, not gonna happen. I go, am I killing? And it was, it was like gladiator. I was like, am I killing? They and they're like, yeah. <laughs> it's such a good feeling. But like I don't, I don't. Here's an uncomfortable laugh. Watch any of the roasts, is because if they're making fun of you, you know, if they're like, uh, you know, Donnelly is ah, whatever. Yeah. And and it's a funny joke. You're gonna be a good sport. You're there for a roast. Absolutely. If I make a bad joke when it's about you, it's putting you on the spot now. To and you see it. I see how Whitney once when it was like Steve-O or somebody made a joke about her, or maybe one somebody from the, like the the Jersey Shore, and she's like, she can't go. That's not funny because then, then you're thinking like, oh, I'm not being a good sport. But it wasn't at all funny. And so no one laughs. But then that person, watch. I remember one with Whitney. She has to go like. <laughs> yeah, you're just, she's just smiling yeah, I at guess the I joke. Have to, and yeah. if you don't laugh, it may look like it pissed you off. It may be misconstrued. Right, right. So you like, can't do that. But yeah. you got to be like. I, I remember. I, I forget. Oh, man. I forget who they. They roasted somebody back in the day, and he was just miserable. The Chevy Chase, yeah, the Chevy Chase roast. He was back in the day. I remember he was just fucking. He was like under his no breath, no selling every joke that anybody made about him. He's complaining the entire time under his breath, right? Yeah. Well, the best thing ever is the Mike the situation. I think I it might have been him. It might have been him that did it. That hit, yeah, look at Mike's situation and then Whitney's reaction. If you and can they, find that somewhere. That got to a point they just turned on that guy. Like, it's it's one of the most uncomfortable things I've ever seen in my life, watching that guy try to do a roast. Because you're, you're kind of like this weird this weird balance where you're like, I kind of feel bad for you because you don't do this. Also, that, that, whenever I talk to comedy central people about that, like, why would you book a non-comic who's got no performance skills? Like, Patrick Mahomes, I bet, would be good. He's pretty smooth. Or, or, or Eli Manning or pa Peyton Manning. And you, you know? would know to use but the jokes that are guy. written for him. Yeah, so it's like, why even have him all? Is he good friends with this person? No. So like, And they're like, well, if he bombs, then everyone can make fun of him. Like, or everyone could just do good. Yeah, I don't know what that yeah. adds. Absolutely, they hired the one, uh, the one uh, talk show lady from Fox News the one time. Yeah, exactly. A fucking punching bag. It's like this is stupid. Yeah, why is she here? It's a roast. I, I, they're not front. Yeah, exactly. I oh, it her. was uh, yeah, Ann Coulter. Ann Coulter. Ann Coulter. Yo, they, and they were like ruthless on her. They, they, they that was such a. It wasn't even a setup. I, it was one of those things where it's like she came with her own brand of what she thought was funny. Yeah, and it was like bad but yeah. it was like 
I, but also you felt like she didn't know, like, hey, this is a complete, like, Pesci and Goodfellas type scenario. <laughs> like you, like she, there's plastic on the floor in this roast, and yeah. you just walked into this bullshit. And oh. <laughs> just takes a yeah. Back the oh, shit. And then just gets shot. But, like, I agree with you, where it's because it wasn't like that. I guess they would invite, like, Abe Vigoda, or, like, back in the day, like, when Jeff Ross did it, when it was the Friars, it was, like, Abe Vigoda, and it was he was just there to get the old jokes at him, but, like, it was so much tamer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now it's so much more brutal, and even... It's, it's kind of so impersonal. It's, it's done, though. It's, it's done really now, anymore. yeah, yeah. Even with the roast battle and all that shit. The and, best real-life bomb, I think, is, like, wedding speeches that try to be funny. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. A good real-life bomb. go too bomb. far. Oh, the 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 you see the one online of the girl like saying keep, she keeps telling them she's not racist and then just says <laughs> racist shit afterwards. Wow, that's like, fun. No, it's so that's cool. Fun. It's just blunt. I'm not racist, but the kids are going to be beautiful. I had I had the the guy that a wedding I went to where I knew like nobody. I was a date, and the dude starts talking about when he was going to commit suicide. The During the man speech, starts giving a speech, and he said something like, "He's like, Phil got everything. Life handed me a shit sandwich, <laughs> and uh, you know. But when I was thinking of ending it all, Phil, who picked up the phone? It was you, brother. And everybody's like, just like they had two best man speeches, and it was the the gay brother went first." Fucking killed it. Killed it. Perfect. Always in with the gays. Gay brother, like you know, they had like little jabby stuff here. He had a cute voice, and then you get to the suicidal guy with the fucking <laughs> mullet man and he was and i was the only one laughing i love a good bomb it is funny yeah. it is funny <laughs> it's it's absolutely huh. fun to watch but the, the but how do you not if you're the family you they you know you know that it's going that way like you know you know that guy I that guy they know you know because that's like the, when people like lie in we families know. and they just want to keep status quo and they're like yeah. sure you you can give your speech but there's like no oversight of anything or no you know what i'm saying like i i yeah, I was I, at a comedian wedding once, and I saw the, a comic do really shitty as like a speech. Oof! And then after, I was like, "That was good, right?" And he was like, "Same as you said." You're like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not gonna do this at the wedding. I'm not doing this. If you ask me eight months later, I'd tell you like, "No, dude, that sucked." But like right then, you're gonna you're not gonna enjoy the wedding. You're gonna think you ruined it. I had, did a little bit. I've had <laughs> so it's mostly comedians at the wedding. No, so, it was just like a bunch of people. Okay, so it was half and half. They're all half and half. But did you you ever have somebody? I've had this. Somebody yeah. asks you to perform at their wedding. Never do that. You never, but I, I would never do it. But you've had people ask you. I know that. No, really. I've had people ask me, and I go, no. It's I, a bad idea I, for it's, a it's a bad idea for, yeah. for the whole the whole wedding because you're gonna you're gonna you want to be a, a splotch on the like supposedly their best day of their. Yeah, it's such a the the negative is so negative if it goes wrong. Uh, absolutely. I opened up for a special once, Renazisi special, in yeah. Boston, and it was like more pressure than I felt in a long time because it was like, it was like if. This goes bad. I'm fucking over my friend of this whole production. Yeah. And I'm not like a clean, I'm not like a happy comic. So it's like, it can go bad. <laughs> That's like, did you ever hear the story about Kurt Metzger? What? Supposedly was was the warm up on the, the marriage ref or something. Really? They make me rethink their existence. <laughs> <laughs> and Seinfeld got there and he's like what the fuck is this <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite thing he's I had, amazing I, but he's yeah, so dark he's so dark I had what I did I had a TV show storytelling show and they'd have a warm up comic and yeah. then I'd go up first and record my story and then host right and then at some point what they just got an alt comic and he's fine for the alt scene but it was just like he wasn't doing well yeah we had Brody one year which is always he knows what to do right and then, and then I was just like hey I'll just do it 
get it rid of him. <laughs> and I'll just do 10 minutes before I start my story. Yeah, you I'll can't... get them going and I'll know exactly how long I need. I can read. I'm like, oh, you guys are ready now. Or it's like get big on. <laughs> it was just like you're failing at this, and you're costing us all time. And it's and it's and you don't want it to be like a tepid. Yeah, pay him out and get him the fuck out. We don't have time for this. Yeah, just do like the yeah. traditional Not tepid. Like, are you crazy? Yeah, get him going, bro. Yeah, yeah. just do do the thing. Because you know what it is probably because they were like he probably was like oh it's a storytelling show. I'll just no, I'll, it wasn't even I'll do it a story. It was just like uh, I'll be boring, I guess. Uh, <laughs> storytelling show. I'll just be slow and and like. Uh, yeah. I did. I had. I I won't do warm up even though you know I have the. The, I have the build for it and the makeup for it, but I did it a handful of times. I think I've told you the story. I did it for a show called Duck Quacks Don't Echo. It was on like the, one of the science channels, yeah. and it was Tom Papa was the host and and Seth Herzog and Michael Ian Black, and I was I was bombing warming up this this crowd because it was like a science crowd. They're like, oh, it's a science crowd, but they go, you have to be. And I'm not dirty, but I curse and I'm. The minute they go, it has to be G-rated. For some reason, I'm like, oh, uh, I can't oh, mention yeah. sex. I can't mention anything. And they're like, yeah, it has to be completely family friendly. And I was bombing so hardcore to the point where Seth, Michael, and maybe not Michael, but Seth and at least Tom Papa like, came up behind me and were, like, were shooting the shit with me while I was doing it. Because they're probably like, this is fucking rough. Yeah. And I got fired like four days in. And oh. it was that thing where they called like, me thank up. Thank you. I was like, like thank I, you. I, I hated doing it. I, I despised it. I, I it's just warm up. It's like uh, we're now we're thinking about every line. You're not used to thinking about how you talk. hundred percent. It, it's it's like when you're going uh, to like meet up with your girlfriend's friends, and she's like, "Hey, by the way, uh, Cynthia's husband has a lazy eye. Don't look at him." <laughs> <laughs> fuck, it's all I'm gonna be thinking about. That's the fresh savage time mole. They say be clean. I'm like in my head the whole time I'm doing the set. It's like fuck, 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 and it's like I just want to say it. Yeah. And like and like I do the I hate that I do this, but if I'm being clean, I do the thing where I'll like keep calling it out like eh, I got to be PG. You know, I got to keep it PG. <laughs> I want to say it, and I just feel like such a You seem like saying it's like a caveat or whatever yeah, it is. Say it. Yeah. Which I, which I think is pretty Pretty hack move. I yeah, I won't. I did it. <laughs> I told you I did warm up for. I speaking of Mike the situation. I did warm up for the Jersey Shore. No, the, wait, it was really? a recap show. Oh, okay. They drove you down Jersey Shore, and I did it at one of the clubs. Did you in a bathing suit. <laughs> I should have would have got more laughs. Um, I did it and it was like 25 people and it was miserable and they like forced these people to be there for like 8 hours. I told you the story and and then it got to the point where I talked I did every bit of material I had. This is how long I'd be I was up there. Every bit of material Every talk to every person in the crowd, and they still were like, I I was like, all right, what are you guys doing later? Like I was like, just like shooting the shit, and then it got to the point where the guy's over the god mic, and he's like, we paid you people to be here today. It was MTV, and they're cheap as fuck, oh. and they're like, we paid you guys to be here. We need you to be more vibrant. It's like they've already been here six hours for two or three tapings. What oh, are you yeah. doing to these people? It's so funny. It's like we need you to be here. It's like, but they're not just sitting there. You want their attention the whole time? Like right. that's not. I wouldn't do that at work work. It's batshit. It's batshit. Or like you hear about those like sitcom ones where. So this isn't right. This is Jersey Shore recap show. I'm a paid audience member. I haven't even seen this. Yeah. Who gives a well, shit? I, I, all right. An hour of attention is plenty. Yeah. hundred percent. But the, the, the sitcom guys in LA, did you ever, yeah. you know any of those guys? The sitcom uh, warm up guys? Yeah. I met a few of them. Gary Cannon. 
Gary, I know. Yeah. Gary's a good guy. Yeah. yeah. And Ga- Gary did Conan when I did Conan. The, when I did Conan, Gary was the warm up. Oh, cool. Because Jimmy Pardo was gone. And it was yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the warm up. He's the guy who. It was like after Jimmy, I guess. And then he's the guy who, like, he's brilliant at it. He had, like, the band in the stands. And he was like, but it was like, yeah, this is what it should be. If I, if I ever went back to it, I'd be like, give me a t shirt gun. Yeah. Give me a band. Give me a dance contest. This isn't stand up. Stop pretending gun would it be is. sick would be a lot of fun. Oh, my God. Every yeah. time. Uh, Don Barris also would do Kimmel. <laughs> He's all, I will. And, uh, and I did a game show, and then he was the warm up guy. Really? I was like trying to be a contestant on a game show that never went. You you were trying to be a contestant. It was like they just wanted extras. It's like don't say you're from live in L.A. Say you're from wherever you're from. If you're born here, say you're wherever your mom's from. It's like, yeah. You want to make it look diverse, and you, I don't know. You try to get chosen. I sat in a thing of squares and just waited, and then <laughs> Barris was there doing warm up. Yeah. And I was and like, he's, hey man, I know you. I'm, I'm a new comic at the comic. I'm gonna work at the phones. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, I think I know you. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was new, new. I seen you around. It was like six months in, so it was like. <laughs> but those those sitcom ones are like, you know, they're like six hour tapings. Barris had a great one though. We were, I was in the audience at Kimmel, and we used to do this thing at the comedy store called Jew and A, where we like, just, yeah, he'd start <laughs> off like he like, especially late night, he comes back like, uh, have you told them? <laughs> like, like, what? like, what's that, sir? He's like, the, the, yeah, what you are. You need to tell them. I think they're an audience. They deserve to know. And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, that, you know what I mean. And I'm like, I'm Jewish? He goes, yeah. Well, now they know. You guys can leave if you want. And then it started off like, you know, I've always wanted to know stuff about you. And I'm like, well, go ahead. Ask me then. Yeah. And then he'd start. And the other comics would like join in. He'd be like, uh, he'd be like, people would be like, what goes in the place of your souls? Uh, uh, where do you hide your gold? And like shit like that. And we I already just sprung on this audience. Yeah, and the audience would eventually join in, but the comics knew they had their go-to questions. Uh, uh, if uh, Jared Grody had, if, if Jews are supposed to be such good writers, why the, why is the diary of Anne Frank so fucking boring? Uh, and then I had to answer back, like, I mean, it's still a bestseller. She's 12. You ever wear your horns? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. How do you, where do you, what happened to your horns? Shit like that. Sometimes the audience would get like, what the fuck is this? And sometimes they'd be like, I don't know, I guess I'll join it. They didn't know who, that they're comics or audience. It was a lot of fun. So um, it's like an evil version of that SNL thing where it's they have great. Like- yeah. One time, some lady came up to me. She goes, "Is that who are those people?" I'm like, "I don't know. I wish someone put a stop to it." And she went and complained uh, to someone who was in the know, and they were like, hey, "He's friends with them, you idiot." <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, anyway, so I'm in Kimmel, and he's going around doing like audience warm up stuff, um, and he's doing like John Barris. Yeah, and asking the crowd like, uh, "Who knows?" Like, who knows, uh, who has a good prison story? Who's been arrested? It's like, one guy's me. He's like, what? He's like, I didn't pay my tax. He's like, oh, God, who else? And then I just catch his eye, and I'm just like, I go like this. And then he, like, sees me, and he's like, and then he keeps asking people, then he comes over to me, and right as he comes over to me. Because then at some point, when they went to, like, AB's, like, heart, like, moved earlier, yeah, he was like, you got to wear a suit. You can't wear jeans and a T-shirt anymore. Like, they came, ABC came and was like, we got to tinker with everything. Really? Yeah. So he had a suit on, so he comes over to me and he goes, yeah, sir, you have a juice story? He just leans in and goes, uh, I mean, a uh, uh, prison story? He goes, no juice stuff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then I just told the story of the hurricane. I was like, I was like a boxer, like a really good boxer. And um, I was wrongly accused of something. And a young neighborhood kid like, took up my case years later. In Newark, New Jersey. And got me out, yeah. <laughs> and I see people like, it was, that was just out, the hurricane. Bob Dylan made a song about it. Yeah, Bob Dylan made a song about it, yeah. Really Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but the but those guys, the LA ones, because everyone I ran into is like, I did 
as far as warm up goes, the, the ones in LA, the sitcoms are like you're there for six hours. Yeah. So that filling that time, I'd be like, oh my god, so that's brutal. You would get paid to be an audience member. Is that what you were doing as well? No, no, no. We were sitting in the audience. It was like one of them was like Morgan Murphy was doing stand up. Another one was like a band I knew. He always had the lineups. He could get us in. I only took that up on him like a couple times, but it was just like we knew people that were performing yeah. or like, or yeah, if there was a band, you'd be like, Tom, can you get me in for the vines? Oh fuck yeah! Oh, yeah. that's pretty that's cool. Awesome. Yeah, it was a big audience too. The only the only studio audience it was the first thing I ever did when I was in New York was I went to Maury tapings because like I had I had no money to do anything else. We it used was to do free that. to go there, but they didn't pay. I found out everybody was getting paid, but like oh the no, really? There with yeah. Oh, these were not a paid audience. This was like you, you you can wait in line and get tickets. Really? Yeah, I don't know if you had to pay for them, but the the regular there was like regulars at Maury like people that really? are there all the time and they're fucking mean to you if you're not one of the regulars wow yeah. interesting like yeah we, they must know every sh every episode me and my buddy Zach were dialing it up a little too much one episode like doing the you know because yeah. they like they're you, they thing? <laughs> yeah well, they're they're like okay well if if he if he starts pointing real hard at the screen saying that's not his baby start yelling at him so like we're getting into it and then these these ladies are like it's too much it's too much you got to dial it and I was like holy shit and they were like the Pros? Yeah, they they hated us. Really? Yeah. And they were getting paid? Yeah. Getting and paid. you guys wow. didn't or you did? We found out they were getting paid like weeks later. Oh, I didn't I won the one well, the Jersey Shore thing I said they were getting paid, but they got paid like a hundred bucks. But you're there for like eight hours. You're there for a yeah, while. I did it once. I did I was a, I drew like potluck numbers from the comedy store, like open mic numbers three times. And then I got a job there and I just got that three minutes. But like uh one time I was on set of a boxing movie. And I was like, I have to go to the bathroom. I had drawn a number for the week before, so I was like, and then I ran in my car, got in, and sprinted Just, to the comedy store, got there for the number, fucking ran back. And then Ken went back to being an extra? Yeah, they didn't know. <laughs> yeah. There was like 200 of us. They had no idea. <laughs> like, why is that dude sweating profusely? What was yeah. the movie, do you know? It was a boxing movie, I, th I believe starring Jimmy Smits. Oh, God. LA Law. Uh, and I remember we had to watch the same fight over and over again and then sit over here so they get coverage this way over and over again. Same fight. And then this. Different clothes. Fight. And that way they just jumbled the, you guys up. They're just like, nobody's yeah. going to see the audience. Just the audience behind. You know, we got to fixate on. That guy was over there too. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because also they're moving around. But it was like so boring because you knew how it ended every time. The first one was like, you could really cheer. Yeah. But then you're like, well, that guy gets knocked out and then you're like <laughs> we gotta do this three more times and over and over again each place it was that, so dumb every fight they had ended with a fucking stomach punch <laughs> and I'm like that's never that's never happened and there's three fights and then had to see it over and over again how does your shitty boxing movie not end with a knockout yeah <laughs> are you nuts I'm like oh, they punch him up and then oh and then he's done like, <laughs> was Jimmy Smith the boxer I think he might have been a boxing coach I see anything yeah Maybe. Oh, that sounds about right. I, I've heard of that. Yeah, 2000 would be about right. Because Jimmy yeah. Smith's been yeah, like pre, 55 pre for the last like 30 years. What is it? Price of Glory? Price of Glory. What's yeah. it rated? Uh, Probably PG-13. I'm no, no, no. I mean IMDb or oh, Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, oh God. <laughs> uh, 6.1 on IMDb. Not bad. Oh, no. right, 33 right. on Rotten Tomatoes. 33. And it was in the theaters. Yeah. Well, Everything was in the theaters. Yeah, that. yeah that's that true. Yeah, theaters. you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, six point one's not bad though. Six point one's not bad for that. Yeah, it's like it's like an okay movie. Yeah, there's there's also professional extras like that that show up and that, but they but you actually end up making more. You're there for longer, but you kind of corralled and you end up making more money than you probably the overtime. Yeah, yep. yeah, uh -huh. they, they go late because I've even done Especially like if small. You're in the know. Yeah, you could like, hey, keep me here a little longer. You know the people who are deciding. Yeah, you can narrow it down. And you end up making like what, like four, four hundred maybe for the day. It's like it's my buddy easy. would make friends with a craft food guy, and he'd be like, hey, if you got any extra food that you haven't made, and he came up with like entire frozen turkeys. <laughs> really? Yeah, they're like, we just pay, we didn't get through them, so it's fine. 
Holy shit. She's great. I, I make good money as a stand-in a couple Stand-in? That's yeah, not bad. And then you see, like, I saw the guy that I was standing in for, and it was fucking humiliating. Whoa, who was it? <laughs> it was just some, it was just some, like, fat. John Goodman, circa 88. Piece I, was, of shit. I was like, oh. And I was, I was like, that's what I'm standing in for. And the lady in the dressing room that was, like, fitting me, she kept going, yeah, they want you more for your hands, honey. I was like, you don't got to lie to me. It was, my hands. Yeah, they said it was. It was. They were only getting shots on my hands. You were. Uh, you were standing for the the big monster from Monsters Inc. Like the, <laughs> the tall. It was Mindhunter. It was a. It was a. It was a, Oh, was that, that show? Yeah, it was David a, Fincher. Uh, yeah, it was a. I, I didn't get to do anything. Oh. They never used me. I saw one time at a in a How I Met Your Mother. They're in a football or baseball stadium, and I saw right behind them. It was like they're all four of them or whatever or two. Yeah, I think right behind him was Joey Diaz just sitting there. <laughs> and then I waited because I'm like, okay, he's been an actor for a while. Yeah. And then not a single line, the scene ended. And then I called Joey. I'm like, did you get cut out of an episode of How I Met Your Mother? He goes, yeah, I had a lot of lines. That, that, yeah, because it would be like, no way you were just an extra there. So he's like, they didn't use a single one of my lines. So he became an extra. It, but you don't even think of them cutting out a bunch of stuff from sitcoms, but I guess they do. Because I got cut out of a Billions episode. Really? Yeah, where it was Malin Ackerman, who, you know, Malin Ackerman is. Sounds Jewish. <laughs> I think she is. <laughs> but she, but she's like plays Damien Lewis's wife, I think, and her sister. They go to Queens, and I play. A, me and this other kid play two barflies. And at one point, she leans over to me and she goes, "They're fucking with us." And she's like, "She's like, go to the bathroom, wash your dicks, and we'll give you guys blowjobs." And that was in the script. Yeah. But then like them messing with us, right? Because we were being like assholes. But when she did it, she actually said it. Like she in she whispered in my ear Whoa, that man. line, and I was like. Holy shit, she's <laughs> the first take I was like, holy shit, she said it. She's like, yeah. She was super cool and she's unbelievably. She's fitting like um not good luck, Chuck. What's the one the uh Oh the Heartbreak kid. Heartbreak Let's Kid. See can we put it up oh, there? Oh yeah, can you put oh can you put it up there? No. We can't probably can't. Yeah, we can probably look on the phone. I'll show you. She's so hot. She's, she's I bet she's cute. hot. She's an actress. I bet she's fucking you would hot. Know, you would know who she is, dude. Like, she's in a bunch of stuff. She's I'm like. I'm so glad. I really don't know anybody's fucking name in Hollywood. <laughs> are, are you not, you're not a big movie guy? I do. I like him. I just have no memory for those things. And yeah. if they go, it was the lady from that. I'm like, oh, yeah, I can kind of picture her. Yeah. But that, but like she became a massive. I'm like I don't know. Will you will you go to a lot of movies? Yeah, I love the movies. theater. I you love do? a theater movie. So so here's what we were we were getting pissed. We went to see uh, Mission Impossible last night. This, hold on one second. This is her. This girl. She looks shockingly bad. She, oh no, really? she looks hot there. That's yeah. just a terrible She's picture. Smoking hot. Her Rotten Tomatoes picture is of a ghoul, <laughs> but the rest of her pictures are great. Wow, she got. I mean, get a new fucking Rotten Tomatoes pictures. You fucking. She's like a skeleton. Where is it? Boom, there. No way. <laughs> I mean, See, that's still hot to me. I'm like, that's really. Uh, hot. Yeah, there's way better pictures of you. Anyway, yeah, well, she's, she's hot. That's hard. And she that's, whispered in your ear. Yeah, that's what she said. Man, I was like, holy shit. One time I, had, I was doing a commercial for a Tide or something, or anyway, and it was like a. It never aired. It was a Jewish reunion, family reunion. And it was like, I guess there were spills or something like that. We were so excited. Because um, they said the last commercial they shot was like seven years ago and it was time for a new one. We're like, oh, this is going to go for so long. Yeah. And then the Intifada happened. And they're like, we're not going to show a Jewish reunion commercial. <laughs> anyway, my scene was sitting there with my like fiance or bride or whatever. And she would like, like give me a kiss on the cheek and then like get up and leave. You know, like she's going, Yeah, yeah. But so they're like, do it again, again, again. She's like, kiss over and over again. And eventually like, all right, you guys are cut. You can go back. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not moving, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, that did it. Gentle kisses on the cheek for fucking three straight minutes. Girlfriend experience. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but yeah, you were saying like, do you have movie etiquette? Are you a big movie etiquette guy? 
I mean, people talking in the theaters and like, talk, you tell listen, somebody to if shut I'm up? going to a horror movie or if I'm going to a black neighborhood, I get it. I'm on their turf. It's like it comes with the territory, but like, you know, you can't like if you're watching a movie on a plane, you can't be like, hey, why'd you bring that baby? You know, it's like, no, that's, no. Right, you're on their turf. But other than black neighborhood or horror movie. You got to shut the fuck up. Yeah, absolutely. You can't be talking really at all. And if you bring a baby in, get, get the fuck out of here. Get fucked. If you, if, you, if you bring a baby to a movie theater, I, I'll probably leave. Well, and people are like, you can't get babysitters. It's hard. It's like, then you can't come. Yeah. <laughs> Wait for it. Life's tough. For everyone. Yeah. I get, I get the anxiety where like I want to yell at somebody like when they're talking yeah, and be like, shut the fuck start up. Start a fight. Start a fight or I'm going to be more disruptive saying right. shut up. Yeah, but I'll sit there and see that and you're like, no, I'm not enjoying the movie. But yeah. even if you say like, "Hey man, be quiet," like, "No, nah, I'm also not enjoying the movie," because you got to keep an eye on that guy the whole rest of the movie. Is he going to sucker punch me? Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> well, we went to go see me and Ray. We saw Mission Impossible last night, like late, right? And we had there's like a borderline situation we had where somebody about three rows up from to us in the back was like talking the entire time, but like but like this level of talking where it's like sounds like this. And so you're like, oh, right. oh, they're low enough that if I say anything from you're back here, asshole. I'm the asshole. Yeah. And, and then the guy next to us had his phone. That's another new thing. Phone out. Phone that's out. The one. Go fuck yourself. That's the one. No way. Yeah. No way. Here, by the way, here's what you do when someone's talking just slightly too loud. Is that like we're all watching it, you know, and you guys are talking. It's just this like. That's. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at, at that point, like, just kidding. Like, yeah, yeah. That's. That, but that, I, this but, should go. If they're humans, about like, oh, fuck, we're too loud. Right, yeah. you know, just in their heads, like, oh, let me keep. It. But if they're not, then it's like uh, that's, that's as much as I could do. It's like, what's your issue? Yeah, Look, that's screaming. That's the old. See, that's the old way to do it, where it's like, hey, Passive and it's like, oh, oh, geez, sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. I don't if think I get a sh that I'm like, sh oh, yeah. It, I don't think yeah, it registers. I get, I get embarrassed. I yeah. get nervous. I don't think it registers anymore to people. Like that other thing. Other humans don't register. Other it. humans yeah. don't register. And I think, I think it might be a COVID thing. That's maybe the worst part of social media. I think it's social media. Everyone feels like they're important. Everyone has a 30 person following, so they feel like they're a star to 30 people. <laughs> yes. That they don't know that they're like, I have a spot. So everyone feels like self important. They also never put the thing down and experience actual life. Yes. So they don't consider their their impact on anyone else it's it's and everyone's going through it and also what the fuck were they talking about they were what are they talking about you watch the movie watch the fucking movie yes it's a hundred million dollar movie yeah like what the fuck like what it's you're the talking best. about you get is, to shut up while yeah. you're in there you get to like hey you can't talk to me now a moment of quiet but they were talking for like just an hour straight it's like that would be miserable same thing with a comedy show it's like don't be in here they just go you, this is it's not ambient music you need to leave. You're not enjoying this. You're not at a hotel yeah. bar. Yeah, your conversation's lessened by being in here. Have yeah. your full conversation yeah. out there. It's a lose-lose. And then on top of it, so we had that guy talking, and then yeah. to our left was the guy with the, the phone no open. Way. Open on the table. They have those like recliners in the tables. Oh my God. Open on the table the whole time, messing with it when he wanted to. And then at one point, <laughs> pulls out Tupperware and starts eating like pasta. Like this, is like this is also like 11, 12 o'clock at night. We went to a late show. Way too late for cars. I'm like, I haven't even encountered that at a movie theater. Well, you, I get bringing on your own candy. Like, oh, I'm gonna hit you with, dude. What? I go burrito. <laughs> 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 no, you don't. Uh, no, you don't. Dude, you're a monster. Like not, not like an angelica, but not like a one of the ones that have food. You mean like no food? You. Bring, or, I don't even I mean, think about it to be honest. If, if there's food, if there's not food, if there's food where they come and bring well, it they to your table, serve you, yeah, that's but, fun. I probably would wait and get a grilled cheese. But I, I, generally, nice burrito <laughs> uh, at the theater. It's great. The smell is rough is, on people when you're not. You're not. It's like a tuna sandwich nearby you. It's like I get it. You can have a tuna sandwich. 
But in this context, it's like, what the fuck is that? It's like Brussels it's like, sprouts on the plane. No way. But you don't smell it yourself because you're waiting for you know Brussels sprout smell is coming. <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly. The burrito smell is it's like, in the movie messy. theater. Me they're messy. It's not messy. It's wrapped in tin foil, which that's the hard part. How do you get the tin foil all the way off? Because sometimes it's tin foil and paper. That's a rip and a crinkle. Yeah. 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 And so you gotta do that in, in action sequences. <laughs> loud. <laughs> and be ready. Quiet dialogue. You gotta just hold it at the ready. <laughs> at the ready. Once you get it open, you're good. You've hundred percent been talked about by other people after they're like, Oh yeah. Getting the burrito <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Dude, for sure, someone's talked to me about it. Someone talked about me, to, but not knowing it's just like oh, fucking asshole. <laughs> oh yeah, um, I've gotten caught before. Or like, sir, there's no outside food in here. I don't know if it was for burrito or just like snacks I brought. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're yeah. supposed to bring your own snacks. You can bring your own snacks. Yeah, if you're smart. You <laughs> <laughs> we, we used to go to the Woolworth next to the. Yeah, Franklin remember they, they were first offer, they pat you down. Oh, no, they never patted us down, but they would be that like... That was always the fear. Oh, like, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like getting frisked. Yeah, are those nibs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if you... But, oh, burrito, yeah, I can see... Yeah, but anyway, whatever. I, I want to eat a burrito while I'm fucking doing it. It's not that messy. It's not messy. <laughs> it's not a messy Salsa. factor. It, Worse is you're going to get it on your lap. It's a plain rule smell factor. That's what it is. It's like a, it's a thing where you're like... It's going to fill up the entire theater. Yeah. And I, then... I learned this in Israel... When I go to movie theaters out there, and I would get a baguette with like hummus and like and really like and like a lot of like hot sauce and and, and deli meat, and bring that out, and I could that I could smell. But other people would do it too. Oh, so it wasn't. It was kind of a common. No, my fair game. Yeah, I think it's like I learned it from someone else. But okay. the burritos are very American. Thing. So that's been like your movie going experience for a while. Anyway, that somebody else did. It wasn't like you just decided one day I'm bringing a burrito to it. And I'm with people who see the joy in it. You know? <laughs> My buddy Jack used to always bring loose beers. The people, I know people I drink in movies. I never like got the Tupperware. And the, and the, yeah, I get. But if you hear like a conk, as yeah. it rolls down, it's like you watch your fucking beer. Come on, it's just something about hearing the their. Yeah, I can almost buy the burrito better than this guy's Tupperware because whatever he was eating smelled like there was beef or meat in it or something. Beef. And then he was like, he was doing. It's like besides that, the the chomping on the food next to you, like where there's you're using a you can't fork. Have a fork and knife. You can't be on China. Yeah. <laughs> you can't hear the scrape of the plate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just, I just want like that's the thing. Like I'm also, I go overboard. I'm also a guy where the coming attractions are part of the movie to me. Because the coming attractions start, yeah. I, I don't tell people to be quiet during those, but I'm fuming in my head if you're not. Really? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think you should talk during those. Get it out of your way. I'd be like, that's a good at point. It was like, I don't think we're gonna see that one. I'm like, that's good. Let's go see that. <gasps> that's one. different than you just know? full yeah, on yeah. loudly talk. Yeah, yeah. I'll do that. With, I do that also yesterday. coming in, so you can't be like, shut up. But as soon as like, where's the seat? It's like it's previews. Yeah, now's the time. Get situated. That's when I know it's like the craziness on my part. But right. I'm just saying. I I think that the 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 food thing like that level of it I was like you you can't bring like you can't like sauces and the, the uh, light kills me. There's a light coming from the screen yeah, or at the screen. This is so distracting. Uh, yes. it's, anytime it's on, you're, it's like pulling me away. Your it's, eye goes it, right to it. Yeah, and your eye also focuses less because you got more light yeah. coming in, and you're like, come on, dude, you can go like that. Ugh. I'll do a thing where I'll, I, I I rest my hand. My, my head on my hand so it blocks so it blocks it they go like that yeah yeah it's, and then I want and I kind of concerts people do that too with the flash I'm like cut the flash off take your fucking video they're in the light there's yeah. nothing worse than watching somebody film an entire concert film is so and the the light it's like the light's bright dude turn the fuck off I'm so mad it just happened <laughs> yeah I filmed this thing well, that, the, the guy last night I did the Crotchety. thing you talked about before I did the turn around look like 
I did it like four times. Nothing. Nothing. Did not care. Like, like, put his bag on. He like moved in. He like put he put his bag on the chair. He had his popcorn thing going. His whole fourth food thing going. The thing uh, I respected the most I've off. ever seen is uh, Sean Murphy. One time, me and him went to see a movie, and there was this group of ladies that were so disruptive, and one was literally just watching. Like something else. shit on her phone <gasps> and murphy walks down like four rows and taps her on the shoulders like can you like he was an usher in the the 60s really like, can you put your phone away can you stop it's really distracting thank you and walked back up and i was like wow and what'd she do she did it she did it she yeah. listened to him that's the other thing to talk about you up gotta to. hope that they're also it's like you know the, like the pr problems like hooking up with chicks like oh they're gonna have a problem but it's like it's new york they got their jobs to go to yeah you're not abusing them like one night stands are fine you know right but at the same time it's like you're still a. I would be like, you gotta accept them to be expect them to be like normal. So yeah. if they get tapped on the shoulder, like, man, please, oh shit. But there is that risk. There's uh, that complete risk. They're gonna bug the fuck out and cause a and scene. I think that percentage is higher these days. Of bug of, the fuck out. Oh yeah, I'm telling you, it's like, who the fuck are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That just happened. Some guy, some dude. There was in. The assigned seats now, but the recliners and movie theaters. It was a movie theater. Went to someone else's. He went. Some dude sat in this guy, this six-year-old guy's seats. He came in, confronted the guy. The guy just stared at him like mad. The guy who took his seat took his it's like seats. You're, you're in my seat, right? right. And he goes. Uh, he just was like, "All right, I, all right." And just the guy, the six-year-old, keeps walking, trying to find another seat. And the guy goes, "That's right. Run to your. Get out of here with your wife, little boy, or something like that." Something like that. And the guy goes, "Well, I'm the one." You're the one who took my seat. What are you getting pissed off just at me punk. for? Like you just stole my punk. seat. Yeah, and gets up and they have a whole video of the guy. This dude just getting pummeled. The Which six guy? year old. The six year old just he getting just beating pummeled. The six year old. Yeah, the guy just yeah the guy probably thirty tops and just starts just crushes the what six a year fucking old. Animal. Piece of shit. Piece of garbage. Like, like, I'll show you. It's like, dude, no one's trying to one up you. Yeah, it's like uh, we know you have city. you know we know you hate working at your your job. We get it, but this is it's well, not this guy's fault. On? And that's why I don't shush people because I'm not trying to fucking stab at Oppenheimer. Well, that's I would have shushed now. Now I just kind of I keep it moving now, but I've I've in public been like, out the way this I've done things before that I would not do now because of how crazy. I mean, you do nice as like, oh sorry, you're in my seat. Not yeah, like, you got to get the fuck up. No, 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 you don't go to zero to sixty. It's 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 bonkers. Or you do the hey, I think you're in my seat. Yeah, exactly. You know, you kind of do it like no, yeah. It could be. We're gonna you know? play dumb for a second. I might be wrong too. If that's gonna be very embarrassing, it's like which seat do you? I think I'm in that, one, or do I have it wrong? If they're like, no, you're an I, I'm in J. I'm like, oh, okay. I almost yeah, did. yeah. So you don't want to be like, you're in my seat. Like, no, idiot. <laughs> I almost did it in the wrong theater. Whoa, Me and my whoa. girl went into the wrong theater. We're sitting there and we're like, I think those are supposed to be our seats. Run and along, little boy. Sorry. And, and her, <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Crazy, right? Well, her, her and I are like sitting there. We see the seats and we're like talking. We're like, all right, how are we going to handle this? I was like, you're better at this than me. Why don't you go tell them to get out of our Let seats? We're doing it. And then the whole time we realized like, yeah, Shazam's been playing way too long. We didn't come here to see this movie. So we got out like just totally avoided that fucking misconception. Oh, wow. Yeah, you would have lost that. That would have been there. humiliating. Oh, my God. But I will say this. My buddy, my a friend of a friend is like a screenwriter, this guy, Aaron Kruger. And one time I said to him, I was like, oh, I'd love... I love just empty theaters. And he's like, I don't because when you go to an action movie, you can hear the people reacting to the action or a horror movie, they react to the horror or comedy. like the comedy they're acting. And I'm like, it does add to the experience. Yeah. But that's based off the old rules of acting like a person. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm. You know, so it's like if you if you have shame and you're going to these things and somebody can say, hey, quiet it down. You go, oh, they They're going to start needing ushers. The, uh, yeah. uh, for security guard in there to be like, hey, please. Yeah. Know your fucking place, idiot. And I won't go to the movies anymore because of the conspiracy against uh, Sound of Freedom. I'm a oh, big. Oh yes, that's true. <laughs> Do you know about this? 
I barely hear a little bit about it. This what thing is online, it? Sound People of Freedom are is to stop child molestation. Yeah, it was like it's a child trafficking movie that was. People have an issue with it. The the left, I guess, has an issue with it because the company behind the movie, like they're supposed to be a nonprofit and they keep like thirty million in profits based off these donations. Yeah, and that's their issue. Wait. They're like it's and it, it's like it's a QAnon based group that like funded the movie or something like that. Supposedly, it's not, not anything to do with the movie. It's just nah. like they sh no place should get money from QAnon. Meaning, not even money people. from QAnon. Like some, I saw a video where some some woman was like, "Hey, the issue with the company that funds it is that they're saying they're nonprofit. It's like one of these like scam charities. That's but like, they're, but there are they are the people who are mad, upset about a lot of nonprofit misuse, or is this the only he, thing on their mind? Ever I think it's on, now because it's world? which is true because most of it is fucking treated like that. Most nonprofit. Yeah, people have massive jobs. I'm just yeah. these things always make make me laugh because like it's about this. I'm like, have you ever shown interest in this before yes, your enemies right. started doing it? Right, yeah, right, no, right. You know, wrong. like Deflategate. I'm like, so you're just finding out about it. and since it's the Patriots, you're like, everybody you're cheats it, all the like, time. Yeah, 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 yeah. You find out about sign stealing. Like, <laughs> no, no, I'm a Yankee fan. You can't steal signs. Well, the yeah, uh, I, I think it's like the left is basically like. Like this, like it's it's like QAnon backed, and the money isn't really going to the cause of helping these uh, kids that are sold into sex trafficking. And then the rights, well, like, no, it's a movie, right? It, it's always for profit. Movies no, well, for, it's like yeah. it's like yeah. So it's like the movie's for profit. It's also Mel Gibson that directed it. Oh no, no, no. did he direct no, he's it? Backing. He's backing. He backed okay. the movie, whatever it is. Okay. But the the group that is associated with it is a nonprofit sex trafficking awareness, whatever it is. Yeah. And then they there if you the woman had a thing of their financials were like, "Hey, these other ones that are sex trafficking groups that aren't supposedly based off QAnon yeah. aren't keep are running at a loss or they're keeping way less of this money to operate the, the charities yeah. and this one they're saying oh they kept most of the profits they made off yeah. donations so it's like but I agree it's like but do you care about this across the board because it happens right. all the it's time like, I, it's, it's, sometimes yeah. people get mad I rarely say it to their face but I want to say like I don't believe you yeah like, I don't believe you're legitimately this mad about this I, uh, performative outrage I guess so. And it's just like, I think they fully feel like I've seen reality shows like dating shows where somebody starts crying after episode two of The Bachelor. So you've been in there for a day. And the tears are real. They're not acting. Yeah. But they're letting themselves feel it. On, and the, every reality show, somebody cries. Way more higher percentage than in real life. It just, with cameras there, it's like when you're giving a best man speech, you just start tearing up. It's the moment. I think people really convince themselves, but it's not real. It's not You don't genuine. actually care about a lion in Kenya being killed. No. You're just pretending to get on board. Yeah. Well, that's like the, the Jesselnik thing. This is my favorite things ever, that thoughts and prayers bit that he had. You ever watch him do that? But he goes, uh -uh. When, if any, when anything like this happens, everything on Facebook is like, thoughts and prayers to the people in uh, yeah, exactly. here. And he goes, you know exactly. what that means? That means fuck all to those people. And it's yeah. brilliant, because it's true. I used to see people like, like get, woe is me, any celebrity death. And it's like, you guys suck. You're all just trying to glom <laughs> onto a thing. And I see through it. It's obvious. Yep. And yeah. so I'll just always hit him with a fuck that guy. And then everyone's like, oh, no. it's like, shut up, dude. Shut up. You guys are all fake angry about fucking Bob Newhart dying or some shit. You didn't know him. You're like, oh. So when the guy from Lean, Lean On Me died, people were like, what? I just found out he's alive. He's dead. <laughs> oh, 
know, it's their fucking chance to fucking woe is me. Nobody knows them. It's like even and I also say if you if your fucking friend died to take to social media to tell a bunch of strangers how fucking sad you are. Yeah. It's so fucking lame. Or oh look, we got engaged. Oh we did it. You're sharing this with strangers? <laughs> Deeply personal feeling with almost all strangers. You guys fucking suck. You're but obvious. You're obvious. It should be exposed and outed in every moment. Also, when somebody dies and somebody does those, if you look at nine out of ten of those posts, yeah. their, their their diatribe is always them going. They were the first one to tell me how talented I was. Exactly. <laughs> they make it about themselves. They make it about themselves. I remember when I first saw this guy. I remember that. It's like shut up. They're, how are you pulling this into yourself? Justin looks right. Those guys fucking suck. suck. There was a comedy club booker that that just died, and I saw this kid post this long diatribe and I didn't find out until the end that the guy died because he was talking about like he was oh, the first so person to let oh me my God. Wow. He, 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 you know he always picked up the phone I want to thank him yeah and when I, was like, when oh, I saw his first special I got this it's yeah. never like they had so many hits they were great it's like what's your eulogy I don't know it's, I always liked when like there was somebody that was a musician then they play their songs all day on the radio. Like everywhere you go, you kind of hear Tom Petty that day yeah. for a couple days. I like that. Yeah, and it's like, ah, send them out. It's fun. It's like it's remembering it in your own way. Yeah, if a comedian it's more does, private. you post a you post a bit from the comedian. Post Patrice a bit. died. This guy was great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Check out some of his stuff. But yeah, the idea of going, let I'm me so get, sad. let me do a four paragraph thing about myself, and at the end go, oh, by the way, they died. It's all an <laughs> extension of this. It started with. Um, Facebook, maybe maybe MySpace, but I think Facebook. Facebook was the tragedy stuff. Was Facebook, yeah. yeah. And it was my dad ten years ago today. I never stopped thinking about you. Um, all that stuff, and it was embarrassing then. And it's like he's not reading this. He's dead. <laughs> yeah. So what do you mean? I never. It should be. I never stopped thinking about him. Right. But it's you as if you're talking to this guy. But then why are you doing it in front of these strangers? Right. In front of an audience. And then it went to uh, my boyfriend or girlfriend or wife, husband is so great. Um, they make every day better, and it's like this is a DM. Why is yeah. this a public post? This right. is a DM. It's embarrassing right, right, that right. you're doing this publicly. You want the pat on the back for it's being. Like, it's yeah. like, honestly, it feels the same way as wedding. You want another little mini wedding, so you could be like, "I love you so much. I love you." Oh, you guys all saw. We said it to each other. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, yeah. Fucking kill yourselves. But also, it's like so. Went from there <laughs> to then just further and further and further. How can I get some likes or attention from somebody dying? It's never like fuck. They're dead. I gotta take a walk alone. How? Yeah. No. Or yeah, how can I make this about me? I, wow. I, got, I got way too callous with that for a while too. Anytime I would see somebody post that, I'd be like, ugh, ugh. It's, like, it's your grandfather and it was 15 years ago. Yeah, exactly. You're man, just, he was you're supposed just like, to die. Oh, it's not even, here's a fun memory of me and my grandpa. It's like, then the sadness and it's just like, you also notice here's that, me as a kid. Okay, you're three years old and the grandfather's 80. We can all assume he's not around. <laughs> just, oh wow, that's you as a two-year-old. Who was that? Oh, it's my grandpa. He was great. He served in World War One. Oh wow, that's cool. Not like, I never stopped thinking. Not a day goes by. <laughs> Fuck you. You know goddamn well days that go by without you thinking about that person. You're on your phone all day. All day. <laughs> God, I haven't I'm here alive. <laughs> Give me some attention. Text me. You reach out. My dad used to say that. I when ignored Ari so I could post death posts uh, for, <laughs> for 10 years. He was great at letting me fucking. Ugh. My dad would never understand my mom, like, People would come out of the woodwork for like wakes and stuff and funerals. Yeah. Like they would travel across the country. And my dad to me once he goes, Why don't these people just come visit the person when they're alive? When they're alive yeah. And I'm like, it makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. There is a thing in like religion where it's like you 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 speak well of them so that God is like 
kind of like making the final judgments like damn there's a lot of people speaking on your behalf right now yeah yeah let me help you up a a stage or two yeah i would say that does not uh your follower count doesn't affect god at all so yeah you can just like say it yeah god's not there's no algorithm with god god's not looking at likes (laughs) god's like raise views are down your likes depended on where you went eternally I I put one of the visiting cloud nine. (laughs) Check it out. (laughs) One of the only things I posted on social media when my dad died was the funeral arrangements, and the main reason I getting the word out. I was so nervous that nobody was going to come to his funeral. But that's also different. That's, that's different. saying, yeah. hey, just so you know, because hey, you can reach family that way. In lieu of yeah. flowers, they ask you to send a donation of this, a statement of this, like, hey, guys, leave everybody alone, but here's the thing. That's, also, if they don't know about it, don't tell anybody. Well, you, know what's also, yeah. you know what's weird, though, when it's anniversaries of deaths and people go to the, the, to the cemeteries and they'll take pictures yeah. of the, uh, the, 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 the gravestone and then they'll, like, miss you every day. I'm like, you had a cemetery. Like, also, you, there's also, other like, stuff around them. Miss you every year. I get it. So, so you went to the cemetery and visited. This is not where I have a problem because people go like, "What? They just want to like or like braggadocious comics and like they just want to take a picture. They're they're doing some cool thing. They just want to take a picture. That's fine. Yeah. When you post it, that's you bragging. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So going to the cemetery and and having a moment with your dead mom or whatever there in the place there. Okay, that's where the cemeteries exist. Why are you telling? Why are you telling others? It's nutty. When when John Legend and fucking dumb fuck shit, whatever his name is, that fucking cunt he's, he's married to. What's the one? Chrissy Teigen? Chrissy Teigen. Yeah. always claiming social injustice and then fucking telling underage fucking rape victims they should kill themselves. Like, oh, well, I guess technically I did say kill yourself a bunch to a fucking statutory rape victim while she's still 16. All right, whatever. Fine, 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 fine. But you're better than everybody. But then they have this stillborn kid, which great. My wishes came true. I, I pray for that daily on little little tiny potatoes, you know? And then, um, and then uh, they're posting it. It's posting a black and white picture of it. And I'm like, all of, the, of Hollywood of the baby? is gone. All of Hollywood is bonkers of them holding a fucking dead, Still never what? alive baby. That happened to my ex-wife. The picture is, get it. Yeah. You're fucking suffering. <laughs> who, is there, you have uh, two million people. 18 of those are your actual friends. Yeah. So 1.99999982 people I have no connection with you. Why are you sharing your dead fucking baby <laughs> picture? Dude, yeah. the, the, the one thing I saw people doing, like people that I know were taking pictures of people on their fucking deathbed. Oh, wow. They're like, oh, like my, like, like, look, please pray for. But why the posting? Yeah, I, you can't. I'm telling everybody, no permission to post me sickly and fucking being spoon fed. <laughs> no permission. I, why would I? Dude, no one, no one should ever see that. If I would have posted a picture of my dad in his deathbed and he yeah. didn't die, he'd fucking kill me. I will give pictures. I, Okay, I will give public permission. When rigor mortis sets into my cock, you can be like, here's Ari's dead hard cock. <laughs> Full allowance to post that on OnlyFans on anything you want. But besides that, I don't want anyone to see me yeah. like that. Yeah. That's the Ari only advantage of this. Yeah. <laughs> I have to approve of up. how funny the bit is. Yeah. And then, you know. Dude, one thing I got, there's a guy online, he's like a social media guy who is, is reca- not recounting, but he's... Um, Canting? Uh, uh, no, he's, his dad has really bad... <laughs> his dad has really bad Alzheimer's. And, he, and, he, and, and he's filming him for his TikTok or his Instagram being like, you're, you're, he's like, wow, when do I go home? He's like, you're home with me now. And I'm like, do you really think if this guy had his, for his father, it's like, do you think, what do you hate the guy? He's not giving you permission for that. Exactly. He's not, you're taking it. He's he, not giving permission. All these people take pictures of the kids too, where I'm like, okay, baby, I can see it. No one will recognize you. Yeah. Like the Nirvana baby suing is like, fuck off. This doesn't really affect you. Right. She hit about four or five. You don't have permission to steal their privacy. No, you are doing that to your child for likes, knowing it might, someone might, especially celebrities, so someone might find them at school and know who they are. Yeah. For likes? Yeah. 
all of Hollywood sucks. <laughs> Anytime you hear anybody go, no, this guy's cool. He fucking sucks, and you have been fooled by his fucking smooth talking. They all fucking suck. God, they're so hot. Now, I, right, heard, I the... heard Kevin Spacey's a nice guy. <laughs> that's good we... things about him. That, that, that was the perfect place to end it. We have to get out of here. Uh, right. <laughs> we just want, I just want, I want that as my ringtone. All of Hollywood sucks. <laughs> do you want to, uh, speaking of social media, do you want to, do you want to uh, say anything? Anything uh, coming yeah, up? Ari Shafir on Instagram. I'm off Twitter. Maybe I'll get back on Twitter, but I, I doubt it. I'm so on Twitter for that. UFO. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, but I have a special out now on YouTube called uh, Jew. <laughs> my best special. But, uh, you'll enjoy it. And are you going back on tour? You in Europe? Back but on you tour in, yeah, Europe. It's great. Athens was sick. And then you got and, any, any dates coming up? Are you uh... started up in October at Parks Casino and then go to Chicago, Boston, everywhere? Awesome, but not till October. Well, we can't thank you enough for doing this. Yeah, man. Thanks so much. Yeah, thank you so much, brother. Sorry for so long. <laughs> Don't worry about it. it. See you soon.